What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens break the clock in Spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I know Earth Day was yesterday, or a long time ago, depending on when you're listening to this, but for our Earth Day story, I want to find out how What If World gets its sun back. Now, we had a lot of kids call in, but here's the question that got picked. Thanks to everyone who sent in questions, and thanks to Joss for the longest question ever. Hi, my name is Joss, and I'm six and a half years old, and I like Mickey Mouse, JFK, Katrina, and Atticus. My water question is, what if all the all the people I like work together, and they help get the sun back, and Katrina filled, like, filled, like, a, a stuffed sun, and she threw it up in the air, and Atticus, and Mickey Mouse, and JFK help it tables on a ladder, and that kids cast a spell that made it the sun and, um, and, and the solar sister has um, um, a sun, and, and if Katrina filled a little house for the space fairies um, on the back of the sun, bye. I love your podcast. Thank you. We love your podcast. That was Joss, and she's six and a half from Ellicott City, Maryland. Joss, thank you so much for being so detailed and having such great ideas. Folks at home, I really am not able to do stories that involve characters like Mickey Mouse. So when a question like this comes up, I do my best to adapt it. So maybe something silly will happen to Mr. Mouser today to make him... Oh, Mr. Eric. Hi, Fair Elise. What are you doing here? I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Marlo and Eliza. Oh, thank you, Fair Elise. Although it should be noted that Eliza sometimes goes by Bean or Beanie, or every now and again, Beanhead. Beanhead? Yes, it seems Marlo has cast a spell upon Eliza, and she must have a bean for a head. Um, that's probably not true. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, hi, Abacus. Hello, Mr. Eric. I would like to give out a shout to Sam from Abu Dhabi. I like where you're from, because it sounds a little like my name. Abacus, would you help me turn Eliza's head back from a bean? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Oh, no, don't say it! My head's a bean, isn't it? I'm afraid so. There's a little too much magic in this room. I agree. Let's go, Abacus. Okay, uh, maybe just come back later and make my head not a, a bean? See you never, Mr. Eric! You should take a course on magic safety. Guys, uh, uh, uh... Okay, well, we should get straight to Joss's story. 
What if all the people I like worked together and they helped get the sun back and Petrina filled the stuffed sun and she threw it up in the air and Mickey Mouse and JF Cat helped disable it from a ladder and Abacus cast a spell that made it the sun and the solar system as a sun and Petrina built a little house for the space fairies on the back of the sun. <sighs> okay, okay. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Once upon a dark, sunless morning, Abacus P. Grumbler was brushing his teeth. First you get the fronts, then you get the tops, then you get the backs, then you do it six more times. And just then, his electric toothbrush ran out of power. Oh dear, I'm only two-sixths of the way through my teeth-brushing routine. No worries, I'll just set it on the charger. Uh, hmm, the charger didn't seem to be working. So he checked the plug, but that little light that tells you the plug's on, whoa, it was off, even though the button was pushed. Oh no, the little light that tells me the plug is on is off even though the button is pushed. Yeah. I know, I'll just charge my toothbrush with my magic. And he pulled out his magic wand. Alakazam, an abraca hygiene, help me make my teeth clean. But his magic didn't work. I knew I shouldn't have tried to rhyme with hygiene. He lifted his wand to give it another shot, but noticed the light that told him his wand is charged wasn't lit, even though the button was pushed. Oh no, the light that tells me my wand is charged isn't lit, even though the button is pushed. Never fear, I'll just plug it into the wall. <gasps> but the light that tells me the socket is working isn't lit, even though... This went on for a lot longer than Abacus would care to admit. Needless to say, the observatorium wasn't getting any electricity. So Abacus did what he always did whenever there was the smallest problem. He called the president of What If World. Ring, ring. Hello. You're not the president of What If World. It's me, Mr. Mouser. Do the voice, Mr. Mouser. I will not do the voice. I said do it, I'm the president. Oh, what voice? Please do it. Oh, bother. JF Cat hired me back. On the condition I use a more cheery voice. <coughs> what can I do for you, Abacus? Oh, I love it. You sound similar to a famous mouse from What Is World. 
What a complete coincidence, because I've never heard of that character. I didn't say his name. And you really shouldn't. I feel like we're getting off track. Don't worry, I'll get the president. Is that really the voice you're going for? Jojo, I think it's an emergency. Oh, fine, but you should really think up a different voice for next week. <laughs> oh, you. All right, Abacus, what's the emergency? Well, you see, are you sitting down? Only when I'm not napping. Good. Then brace yourself. My electricity is out. Then how are you placing this phone call? You know, I never understood how that works, but here I am placing the phone call. And here I am hanging up. Wait, wait. Do you think it has to do with the sun being out for two weeks? Mr. Mouser has a point. Most of What If World's power is solar power. Really? We don't burn fossil fuels. Fossil fuels can take hundreds of millions of years to form. And how old is What If World? About 18 months. Oh dear. Sounds like we've got to get the sun back. What do you say, JF Cat? Can you do it? That depends. Is the sun bigger than a ball of yarn? That's a good question. It oftentimes looks about the same size. You could fit about 1,300,000 what-if worlds inside our sun. So you're saying I should use two paws? JF Cat, aren't you listening? You'll need all four of your paws. Oh, boy. I'll have to lie on my back. I'll bring a camera. I think we need the help of someone more powerful than even the president. Do you mean... You're not honestly suggesting. Yep, we need to find... An, an old, old lady who lives, lives on, on a boat. On a ship. I mean boat. So Abacus, JF Cat, and Mr. Mouser joined up to find Petrina the pirate aboard her beautiful old pirate ship. Do we have to make a big deal out of how we get from the land to the ship? Without using magic or electricity. Let's not waste anyone's time. And so, once they were on board Petrina's ship, they gave a light knock on her cabin door. Oh, Petrina, are you home, my dear? Don't you, my dear, me, Abacus? Uh-oh. I've been my dear in little ones since before you glued on that beard. <laughs> it's not glued on. I grew it with wisdom. Wow, I didn't know wisdom was such a strong glue. No, I grew it, I said. Don't worry, Abacus. It's too dark for anyone to see your clearly fake beard. <laughs> yes, I've noticed the sun missing for a good two weeks now. Oh, I'm pretty sure it happened this morning when my toothbrush ran out. Nope. It's been dark for two solid weeks. But wouldn't the entire world have turned into a lifeless frozen rock drifting through our starless solar system for eternity? What do I look like, an astronomer? Let's just say that that'll happen at the end of the story. The end of the story? But that could be any minute. Wait, I've got an idea. What is it? Tell us. This ought to be good. Oh, right. Bear with me. But what if... We work together and help get the sun back, and Petrina fills up a stuff sun, and she throws it up in the air, and Mr. Mouser and JF Cat help to stable it from a ladder, and I cast a spell that makes it to the sun, and the solar system has a sun, and Petrina builds a little house for the space fairies on the back of the sun. Or something like that. Wow, that really was something. But if we help get the sun back, then why do we need the stuff sun? Phoenix Taco! Chalupa! I mean taco. And its hard-shelled wings flapping. 
the phoenix taco's little onion-taloned feet land atop the deck of Petrina's ship. All right, you, give back the sun. My wand may be out of electricity, but I've still got a battery. This says it needs three double A's. Do we really have to find two more batteries right now? I've probably got some in my... don't. Please, don't go looking for batteries. It's just bad storytelling. Well, if you don't want us to go looking for batteries... Then you better cough up the sun. And quick. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. This is all there is left of the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, have a heart. Can't you see the poor things coughing up a hairball? Rather hairball. And a little golden globe fell out of the Phoenix Taco's mouth. Oh, dear. He's chewed up this sun something fierce. I thought it might make me back into a real taco. Don't you mean a real phoenix? I can be whatever I want to be. Normally, I'd support your independence. But you've doomed the solar system. I feel really bad about it. Can't you see he made a mistake? We've all doomed a universe or two with our misuse of magic. Oh, you youngins. During all this talk, Petrina had walked back into her cabin and come out, holding one massively long thread. So shiny and warm, it was hard to look at. Yes, it's true, we've all made mistakes. And now we all need to work together. I haven't made any mistakes. Have you listened to your accent? My accent? Listen to you. Ah, Well, I was turned into a taco. I don't even know my own accent. Is it British? Is it... All of you, stop. Sorry, Petrina. Sorry, Petrina. Sorry, Chalupa. I mean Petrina. Now, Phoenix Taco... Take this thread and fly it around in circles, getting ever wider. Petrina threw the golden thread up into the air, and the taco did just that, forming a wider and wider sphere of constantly swirling threads up in the air. Now J.F. Cat and Mr. Mouser, climb up on this stepping stool and hold her steady. And Mr. Mouser and J.F. Cat climbed up either side of the tall stepping stool, holding up the sphere of swirling golden yarn as it formed in their hands. Now I'll just stuff it with what's left of the old sun. And she shot the chewed up old sun like a basketball. It landed right in that spherical basket of yarn. But what do I do? My wand doesn't have enough batteries. You don't need batteries, Abacus. You mean the magic was inside me all along? Well, sure, but also I found two in my cabin. Oh. And with just enough battery power for one big spell, Abacus started to encant. Oh, Mr. Sun! Sun! Mr. Golden! She's a girl, Sun, Abacus. Don't you mean a daughter? Yeah. Ah, very funny, but the sun's getting a little heavy for a tiny mouse. And I'm trying not to bat at this yarn. Oh, Mrs. Sun, you've always shown, even when we felt alone, shine again and I'll sing to thee how very much you mean to me. And the little sun, stuffing up the big sewn-up sun, started pulsing with a warm white light. Ah, it's getting kind of hot. You'd better fly it up to space, said Petrina, and off the phoenix shot, towing the sun by one tiny string as it got bigger 
and bigger, filling up the whole sky. And as it rose, a fleet of space fairies flew up to the new sun in their sugar ships. Wow, she even managed to sew a little pouch on the back for us. How'd she do that? I didn't hear that in the story. You know what they'd say, don't look a gift house in the mouth. And the fleet of fairies flew into the back of the sun as it rode far out of reach, but never out of sight. Okay, who's staying for dinner? You're telling me you sewed up a sun to save the solar system? And you still had time to make dinner? That's impossible. I guess none of you are grandmas. No fair. And though the sun was rising at the end of their long day, they were all happy to feel her warmth again while enjoying a nice hot dinner. The end. All right, Joss, I hope you liked your story. And thanks again for your great question. Folks at home, if you want more stories and access to ad-free episodes, and even an extra chance to get your question picked as part of our monthly Patreon story, well, then head over to patreon.com slash whatifworld. And if it's not the right time to join Patreon, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Tell us how we're doing. Leave a what-if question. One last quick thing, if you liked our Earth Day special, check out Tumble Science Podcast, Cool Facts About Animals, Ear Snacks, or Little Stories for Tiny People. They're all friends of mine who make great kid-friendly shows and have their own Earth Day specials coming out. And of course, they're part of the Kids Listen podcasting community, just like me. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer, Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Mother Earth and Grandmother Son, and all you kids at home who are lucky enough to have a grandma or a great aunt or any smart, capable, caring older woman that's loved you and looked out for you. And thanks for doing something nice for them every now and then, right? But until we meet again, keep wondering. all trivia nerds Brittany here and i host the family road trip trivia podcast with my best friend meredith is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest (laughs) we've got the cure three rounds of awesome trivia every week harry potter disney science sports you name it no more silent car troubles the family road trip trivia podcast connect laugh and learn with your kids big and small New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.